We can't we can't shake hands because we don't want to transfer anything unusual here. But we're glad you're here. Amen. Amen. And we want you to tell the person beside you, God bless you. God bless you. Say, he's about to preach. He's about to preach. A word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, 1 Samuel, chapter 30. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. Put in the word, please. The scripture. Thank you. Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, saying, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. You're going to recover everything that those devils took from you. And I'm going to tell you tonight, don't confuse the word circumstances with circumstances. I said don't confuse them. Circumstances. Amen versus circumstances. You may be seated. Ziklag is a place for a while there was comfort there. It's called fortress. It's a place that has a, a dual meaning. It also means a place of great distress and a place of loss. It's also mean measured, pressed down. That was the place that David hid from Saul who planned to kill him. And there he was relaxed with his family and all the men that were with him that were in distress discontent and discouraged they gravitate to David and so there they were fighting the battle of the Lord and when they came back Ziklag became to them a place of great loss and distress what should they do when they look at the outcome all they could see was ashes everything was burnt down there was no hope left as far as they were concerned. No doubt the evidence says to them, You might as well quit. You might as well give up. You might as well run away, David. You'll never make it. You are out of touch with reality. There's no way you can recover from this. You are going to go even beyond your wit's end. But the truth is, David realized, I must not give in to my temporary emotions. David's friends, rightfully so, were so emotionally distraught and distressed. The Bible said, if you read the verses, they wept till there was no strength left to even cry. There was no power left to give tears. They were in a crisis. Amen? And they were in great, great, great quandary. What are they going to do? The evidence was there. And they even turned on David and decided to blame him for what happened. 
and it began to look like they're going to stone David. But let me tell you about a crisis if you're in one tonight. A crisis does not make you. What your crisis is going to show is what you're made of. And so David could no longer depend on his friends. He had nowhere to put his trust because his family was taken from him. Everything he owned was gone. As far as he's concerned, they're killed, they're dead. And he knew nowhere else to go, but he also knew the scripture. And David, amen, unlike Saul, rather than commit suicide, amen, he stepped aside and called for the priest. Now the priest's job is to represent the cause of a man to God. He said, come on, sir, I want you to ask God a question for me. Shall I recover? Shall I pursue? Will I get back what I've lost? Amen. And David knew that victory was not in view at the time when he was asking. But the Bible says the secret of David was he learned how to encourage himself. He knew he could look to Egypt for help, could look to his friends for help, but my help coming from the Lord. The psalmist David wrote, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? So I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to let my friends stone me. I'm going to ask God for an answer. God, will I recover or will I not recover? And the law says, pursue, you shall recover. Now, what God's trying to teach David here, if you sit here and have self pity and cry, you're not going to recover nothing. It's no use sit here and cry and boohoo. I mean, uh, grief mustn't last more than about two seconds. It's time to put your sword on. Amen. And get your prayer life back in place. Get your faith back in armor. And lift up the shield of faith. And the sword of the spirit. And the helmet of salvation. And your feet shod with the gospel. And your waist girded with the Lord of truth. And breastplate of righteousness. And step out. Hallelujah. You step out. Victory is in view. If you can go through the rough time, you'll find the good time. Now tonight, there's so many things I want us to talk about that we've lost. 2014 should be a time of recovery. Everybody in this church have lost something. You've lost either credibility, you've lost your family, you've lost faith, You've lost confidence. You've lost trust. You name it, you can claim it. But it's not all loss. As long as there's a cross, there is no loss. Because it's a God that neither sleep nor slumber. But His eyes are upon the sparrow. And He watches over you. And he said, not one strand of your hair is going to perish. And you don't have to feed on crumbs. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the bread and the kingdom. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Aren't you glad that your champion have the keys of life and death and hell? Now tonight, I want you, mark it in your mind tonight, there's some things you have to take back. Was taken from you. There's some things you got to bring back. 
that was robbed from you. Tonight, you're going to think about some things you're going to put back that were displaced from your life. And you've got to get back what the adversary has stolen. Now, if you see Israel as a problem, the nation of Israel today, they're in a recovery program. They are recovering their language. They're recovering their homeland. They are recovering the prosperity of the land that God says I'm making milk and honey. They're recovering the temple area. And so, and they're recovering repatriation. They're in a recovery program. While others are falling apart, Israel is recovering. So for them, the best is yet ahead of them. And the past is the worst. But their future lies ahead. But not just for them. There's a people that the world is not deserving. They're called by His name. Hallelujah. There's a people on earth. Now, Samson, if you'll excuse my sniffing here for a while, Samson, if he wanted to be the strongest man, he's got to let his hair grow back. The ladder cut him off. Let it grow back, Samson, and you can become the man you always were. The ark of God, the ark of covenant that symbolized the presence of God. It was taken away by the Philistines. You gotta bring the ark back. They gotta get it back. And bring it back in due order. If they want to have the Shekinah and move Ichabod from their church door. Do you hear me? Number three, they want to rebuild their temple, but God will not settle for a brass shield when they could have a golden shield. So they're to put back the real genuine golden shield and remove the brass shield that the enemy gave to them. They've got to rebuild their altar that the prophets said they tore down and threw away because the altar is a place where you find rendezvous with God and so Elijah rebuilt the altar and the fire came and the glory came and the famine stopped. Oh, hallelujah. And there was victory in the camp. There's some things we've got to rebuild. This means we've got to take it back, bring it back, put it back, get it back, have it back. And then God said, here come the glory. Here come the glory from our story. God, he's trying to tell you, Ramoth Gilead belongs to us. It's time to take it back. You can't let the enemy sit on your territory. The land is yours. God said, tell them, don't touch the landmark. Don't touch the plumb line. It's yours to keep. Take it back. I said, take it back. Now they threw the king off the throne and put a usurper on the throne. And the Bible says, bring the king back. Get the usurper of the throne. Then the Bible said, look, Nebuchadnezzar came and robbed the church of Israel and took the golden vessels and took it and gave the water and wine to his concubine. Well, Israel, if she wanted to get back to her glory days, she's got to bring back the sacred vessel. Hello. That nation is in a repairing program. 
They are rebuilding something the Gentile don't understand. And the church also must be rebuilding some things that we loosen up on. Amen. And so God wants us to know if we are going to be like Israel or not. This is the time for revival. Revival is our survival. The only way to keep a thing, keep, keep on keeping on, is to restore it every year. If the sentimental value is to remain, you've got to have a restoration program. You've got to remove the tarnish. You've got to remove all the slag and the dust that gather on it and get it back to its original look and shape and value. And Oh, come on now. we got to come on, church. Take it back. Bring it back. Put it back. Get it back where it belongs that we may say we are the greatest. I don't care how hard you try, you'll never fit as a tail when you are predestined to be the head. You'll never be happy, boring. It was always forecasted you should have to, to, to land. You will never fit any other position. You are abnormal at any other position in life because God said you are the head and not the tail. I want to tell you, somebody close up the door of the house of God. If there's any time we need God's house to be open, it's now. It's time for somebody to rise up and say, let's open back up the house of God. If there's every time we need to bring back true worshipers, it's now. We need to realize that Y-H-W-H today spelled Jesus. That's what it means, my friend. Jesus is Yahweh. He's God among us. He's God on the altar. He's God in the baptismal tank. He's God on the platform. He's God in the pew. He's the Godhead. In him to all the fullness, we're going to bring back that revelation. There's no other name given among men whereby we can be saved. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We're going to put him back where he belongs. Jesus Christ is not a visitor on earth. He owns it. He was in the world and the world was made by Him. It's time for this church to set the priesthood back in order. There are ten things Israel has got to do to reign over this world. She must, she must bring that Nazarite vow into being. The Ark of the Covenant must be replaced. Come back in this place. The golden shield, the altar, Ramoth Gilead, the king back on his throne, the sacred vessel, the door of God open up, amen, and worship in place, and the priesthood revived. It's going to happen. Nobody can stop it. We were in Jerusalem, and we saw, and we met Jews of every nation, every kindred, every tongue, but they have one thing in common. They had to relearn the language of Hebrew. They had to go back to their language. They want to go back to their temple. 
They know that's where the strength lies. I'm telling you, my friend, when Samson cut off some sacred things, he lost his strength. He lost his preeminence. He lost his distinctiveness in church. We can be stronger in 2014 if we rebuild our apostolic experience. If we go back to our pedigree. If we go to our core values. If we go back to what we were taught. It's called the Apostles' Doctrine. If we continue the faith that was washed due to the saints. No power can defeat us. No army can stop us. No power can overthrow the church. He said the gates of hell shall not prevail. And what God is saying, I'll make you the invincible church. I'll give you power of the serpents and power of the scorpions and put all the forces of the enemy. The church is rebuilding our strength again. I feel like we're the eagle. The eagle goes up to the top of the mountain and rebuild herself. Think of the dead deadness in which she saw one more time. Hallelujah. Watch out. She's coming. You see the devil rob us of church attendance. Too many people today are saying it's too far to go to worship God. The devil rob us of commitment to Christ. People call it sacrifice a waste. Hello. They find it easy to go to a football game in minus 20 or 30 below, but can't go to church on the same condition. Hello. They find it easier to read a corrupt word than to read the written word. I don't want a nearly inspired version. I want the original inspired, truly inspired version. I don't want a perversion. I want a reversion. Do you hear me, friend? Hey, when they kept the manna contrary to God's plan, it got stank, it stenched, it breathed worm. That's the word of God. When you corrupt the scripture, it brings maggots, worm. When these thinkers put their their knives on the word of God, that's all it can do. It can produce all kind of a, a strange Jesuses and, and strange doctrines. But when you have the pure word of God, I find it's like taking it back. Bring it back. Put it back. Get it back. Have it back. What the devil has stolen from us. They thought they could destroy Jesus Christ from the apostles. But to three days and three nights, he arose. And he mystified the devil. Amen. He just terrorized hell. And he walked out of there. You couldn't keep him. He came back. Amen. said, Behold, I'm alive forevermore. You can't hold me back. He said, I'm Alpha. And I'm the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. The first and the last. I'm trying to tell the church, we can recover our Pentecostal identity. We can recover the power. They said, I give you power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. We can still pray for the sick and they recover. We can still pray and people have deliverance because the power is coming back in the church. Praise God. Praise God. I'm tired of the enemy eating our bread while we feed on crumbs. That's not where we belong. We're not dropouts. We're not the scum of the earth. We're the cream of the earth. Hallelujah. We're not cultics. We're God jewels. Amen. I want to tell you, church, get ready for a shift. In 2014, a shift is coming. God will shift us from the lowland to the highland. 
from the valley to the mountain top. We're going to rally. Blessings become bigger, better, and more bolder. Increase. Amen. Dumped in our favor. The devil doesn't like it. Some of you walk like you're orphans. I'm not sure who your daddy is, but my daddy said, the father said, all that is his belongs to Jesus. And all that's his is mine. Did you know that we're joined here with Jesus Christ? Come on, somebody. This is the day to launch out into the supernatural. In the deep of God's superabundance. God wants you launch into that thing and stop up like you are derelicts. The church is moving on. The church is moving on. From the lowland. To the valley. To the mountain top will rally. I'm going to wave my banner high. I'm going to wave it to the sky. I'm going to sing and shout and dance about. For the church is moving on. Victory is already foreordained. And signed to go after it. David men were so weak. And so caught up with themselves. That they couldn't get up and recover their family. I want to ask you right now. Are you willing to take your kids back from the drug scene? Are you willing to take your daughters back from that life of sin? Are you willing to bring back in your house peace and tranquility? Do you want your relationship restored? Then listen to the sound of the abundance. I hear the abundance of rain. It's coming. It's heading your way. This is your finest hour. It's time for Gideon to believe in his dream and move in the direction of his dream. It's time for Joseph. Amen. Don't worry about the circumstance, but realize his vision is a divine forecast of a planned future. I'm trying to tell somebody here, God, he want to elevate you above and beyond your barriers like Mordecai. God, like Ruth, amen, want you to step out of condemnation. Hallelujah. And coming God, amen, blessed justification. And so look, I come to own the field. I'm not just a beggar. I can become an owner. If God is for you, who can be against you? If God forecasts a recovery, who can hinder it? If God opened the door of success to you, who can block it? I'm trying to tell you, you've got the Almighty on your side. You can take back what you lost. If you lost your self-confidence, you can get it back. Hallelujah. Some are trusting in chariots, but we are trusting in the name of Jesus. David said, Lord, can I recover it? Everything looks so burnt, ruined. God can build a castle on your ashes. If He can walk in water, He sure can walk in your problem. <laughs> it's time for you to experience extraordinary blessing, Ruth. It's not all over. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, can I pursue what I lost? What does he do? He's encouraged himself in the Lord. Somebody need to right now quit your belly aching and start give God the praise. Now faith is the substance of things not yet seen. 
Hallelujah. Where I'm stepping out by faith. I can't see the ladder, but I'm going to go up it anyhow. I'm stepping out into the supernatural. I believe my God is well able to deliver us. I said, God is able. I don't care if you're in the fire, in the large den, or in the Red Sea. He always come up, boys, on top. He will never leave you at the bottom. There's an increase coming. David, you're going to have an increase. You're going to have more than you lost. Make room for your coming increase. There's about to be a shift in your situation. The wind is blowing in your direction. Can anybody hear me? Can you feel the draft? Can you hear the abundance of the wind? It's blowing in my direction. I'm going to recover my confidence and my trust in God. I lost it. I'm going to get it back. I'm going to pick it back up. And said, I believe God. I believe the report that was reported to me. Esther, don't be controlled by your circumstance. No, Esther, it's time to remain committed to a cause than to a circumstance. Anybody hear me? Somebody ought to be shouting right now. Chains are falling off. Shackles are loosening up. The bond woman clothing is falling off. Liberty, life, and freedom is in this house. For where the spirit of liberty is, where the spirit of joy is, you're going to find victorious people shouting because God's going to give you back what you lost to the adversary. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I'm not controlled by circumstance. I'm controlled by the Word, not my worry. Why worry when I can pray? Trust Jesus and He will lead the way. Don't be a doubtful Thomas. Lean upon His promise. Why worry, worry, worry when you can pray, pray, pray? And that will get you all the way. The devil hate to know that you're in a recovery. 2014 is a time there's a shift in the wind. You're coming up out of the ditch. You're heading for the palace. Your promotion will be sudden. Expect to be elevated. Hallelujah. An increase is forecast. The wind is blowing. If he has to open a window in heaven, he'll do it. If he has to open a door of opportunity, he has done it. He's got the keys. He said, all these are mine. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. The tarsan is mine. The boss is mine. All souls are mine. Just name it and claim it. Believe it and receive it. Confess it and get it. I'm trying to tell somebody the wind is blowing in your direction. It's time for you to make a, amen, a connection that God is here on assignment to give you the 
desire of your heart uh, because God no no impossibilities uh, they ain't nothing too hard for God to do the devil hate me to preach to this right now because I'm preaching God can do all things I can do all things he can recover all things he can make all things good because he's God he said is there anything too hard for I to do come on commanding me speak a word confess a word and watch him multiply it watch him make it happen somebody gonna break out into encore somebody gonna realize limitations are not with God amen jubilation is what God is all about not limitation, it's tribulation. Come on, sing and shout and dance about because God is in this building. Sing for a while. Hallelujah. David said, God, can I recover my confidence? All my friends are against me. I'm all by myself. But my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Some Lord trust in chariots. And some are put their trust in horses. But I will remember the name of the Lord our God. And by His name I lift up my banner. Shakama. The young man told it tonight. Rejoice not against me, O Malachites. For when I fall, I'm getting up, and I won't shut up. I'm coming praising, because the battle is not mine. The battle is the Lord. All I have to do is stand back and watch and see the salvation of the Lord. Somebody, you stand back and look at your Lord. Watch his salvation. Watch him win the battle. Just a blow of the wind. He changed direction and defeat your enemy with one strike. When you know your God, you're going to be strong. Hallelujah. He said, Pastor, what's wrong with you? I had a whiff of the Holy Ghost. God says, David, you can sit there discouraged and die. Or you can get up and create your own planet. Create your own destination. Hallelujah. But don't let your circumstance decide your future. I'm stepping out. Like Peter. Lord, if that's you, bid me come. He said, come. He stepped right out. I'm trying to tell somebody, step out on your faith. Step out on the word. Step out on the call of God. Don't look back. Those are cowards back there. You step out of that boat and launch into the deep and keep your eyes on me and you won't sink. Ah, come on now. Shatalamaha. Hundaka Hello? Ordained to double 
you increase. David not only regained what he lost. Read the Bible. He gained more than he lost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now God, why did that happen? Because I knew that in the year 2014, right in the little nestled place of Alberta called Fort McMurray, there will be a church called the Tabernacle Top Church. There are going to be some people there whom people said how anything they build, even a little fly can destroy it. Hallelujah. But they need to read the story. And they're going to walk out of there like John. And I feel I got some converse right now that believe nothing shall prevail against you. I'm trying to tell somebody, God has ordained that you end up with double for your trouble. God said, David, I'm going to bless you double for your trouble. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm going to let you break away from the average. And let you get into the realm of the extraordinary. Come on, somebody. Hey, the average is crying. But I'm stepping away from that. I'm stepping into the extraordinary. Wow. They said, never has man done such great before. You ain't seen nothing yet. Your eyes have not seen. Your ears have not heard. The victory that God has prepared for His people that love Him. Is it possible? Can you recover? Can you recover? He preached one time a little sermon after the bread and fishes and they all left him. It looked pretty bad. He drew them down to twelve and said, well, it was a devil. <laughs> Only eleven left. They made matters worse. They, they nailed him to the cross. They thought, it's all over. But they didn't know him. Jesus had on a Swiss watch and he was timing it from sundown to sunrise day one day two day three I'm getting up I mean all the stones in Rome couldn't stop you from getting out and all the problems in hell can't stop you from being blessed all the tongue that wags against you can't prevent the prophetic honor that God gave you. Come on, somebody. When they came out of Egypt, 400 years of servitude didn't stop the blessing. Come on, somebody. They had jewelry hanging on them all over their places. Hallelujah. I'm trying to tell somebody, friend, you're not in a valley, you're just crossing mountaintops. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said, tell you, 2014 means preparation for greatness. David didn't know it. He was on his way to the throne. God said, all that you're going through, i got a surprise for you. i got a surprise. Behind every trial, there is a triumph to follow. Be 
graveyard every trash is a treasure to pick up. I'm trying to tell somebody it's time for somebody in this church to prepare to meet their dream home, their dream car, their dream job, their dream life, their dream kids. Whatever you're dreaming of, dream on. God says he can believe it, he shall receive it. If you pray in faith believing it's yours. The devil don't like that. He loves unbelief. But check, breast cover, acting by faith tonight. Pastor D, what are you doing? I'm preparing for greatness. I'm preparing to meet my dream. Joseph, where are you going, Joseph? I don't know. I can't tell where I'm headed. I know where I'm headed, but one thing Joseph didn't know, he's heading towards his dream. One time he lost his shirt. One time he lost his family. One time he lost his reputation. He's always losing. And it looks like it's all lost. But like David, he never lost his God. I want to tell you, my friend, I don't care what losses you've been through. Before you hit this ground and they take on your carcass, everything you dream shall come to pass in your life. You're going to exchange one day the bitter cup for the cup of blessing. I said, hallelujah. I said, don't confuse the word circumstances with circumstances. You may be tired, but I'm not. I'm wound up. Joseph didn't know he was headed towards his dream. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan wished he had not touched Daniel. Because when he did, there's a world evangelism. A message came out of that. Let all the nations know that no other God beside Daniel's God to be worshipped. The day will come when every family member in your family will come with water and wash your feet with tears running down their cheek when they discover Hallelujah. Your breathless legacies. And when they ask you where it came from, the Lord has done great things for me. We're off. I'm glad. You thought I would be sad. But we're off. I am glad. Is there anybody that believes that you can recover from your sadness? The Holy Ghost gladness. I'm telling you, my friend, tears, weeping, may do for the night, but the morning cometh. Joy is coming in the morning. I said, Joy is coming. If I got to say it by Gabriel, or Michael, or an archangel, or by a dream, or by a vision, or by revelation, joy is coming. So leap for joy. Leap to your touch it. I said, leap for your joy. Ah, come on, somebody. Leap for your joy. Oh, hallelujah. Can I preach on? Can I come preach on? I'm here to mess up Satan's life. 
You're not forgotten. Your promises. If it's in delay, it's not in the denial. I don't think you heard me. Hallelujah. Though it tarries, wait for it. For when it comes, it shall speak. David knew that Ziklag can have a name called oppression. It can also be a place of blessing. And you and me have two cups in our life. The cup of suffering and the cup of blessings. And we sometimes exchange them. Hallelujah. 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 But God's abundance is coming. You mean, of what? Favor. Explosive abundance will be available. Now I ask you to bring me some vessels. And you brought me on a little cup. I told you to bring me as many vessels as you can. And you come on a few. But my friend, I said bring barrels. I didn't say bring cups. I said, come on. Don't, you know, like, like you guys right now are cutting yourself short. This woman, she wanted a pair of bills in her debt. And she only brought a few vessels. God didn't give her a limitation. And she cut herself short. I'm asking you tonight, cut yourself some slack. Say, like Peter, though I toil all night, and all I have is a long string of failures, and you come and telling me, an experienced fisherman, I got fish right here, I don't believe it, but nevertheless at your word. When faith fails, obedience kicks in. It will have the same result. Because God is going to bless you until you can believe. Mary said, do what he said. And you will see America. Well, I don't know what God is asking you to do right now. But I said, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And you shall receive. Do it. Do it. And you shall conceive. Do it. Do it. And you will receive. Something good is about to happen. Let's worship God. Tonight, David and Ben are over there somewhere. So we're too weak. We can't do it. Hallelujah. But it's alright. It's time to separate ourselves. Sometimes God's trying to separate you from unbelief and you keep hanging on to it. You're not being smart. Maybe God's trying to save you from being influenced even by unbelievers. Hallelujah. You gotta separate you from that so He can bless you. Hallelujah. But you're hanging on. You know, I could never understand Jehoshaphat. God wanted to bless him all the time. He's a good king. But he keep hanging on to Ahab. Little bad boy Ahab. Every time he does, he gets in trouble. Look, man, God's trying to separate you. 
even from dead weight accepted. Hallelujah. Joseph's brother didn't think he could be king, but he just saw kingship in him. I want to tell you, others may not see that you are available, but God knows you're capable. And God will set you where you can shine. David always killed, you know, <laughs> amen, uh, lions in the backside of the desert. Nobody seen. God said, I'm going to show you off. I'm going to put you in state. He didn't go on state to be famous. He went there to be seen that he was famous. And you are blessed, and the people don't know it. And so God got to bless you to them and say, Wow! Wow! I said, Wow! This church was destined to grow. And grow she will grow. Because God gave the increase. Not a man. God is the one who gave the increase. My job is to plant and water and believe. And God will conceive and bring the increase in His time. In the meantime, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. You're bound to have the victory if you keep on keeping on. I want to tell you, church, this is your finest hour. It's your greatest moment. Tap into it. Step into your future. Create your destiny. And believe God is on your side. As old as Sarah was in Abraham, I like what the Bible says about them. They consider not their own limitation. They concern out their own limitation. Do not please hang your hang-ups on the hang-ups. Please, church, hang up your hang-ups tonight. Do not consider your own limitations. Because where you are is just temporary. There's a scripture in the Bible that belongs to you. It came to pass. And I don't think you're what I said. Your sickness came to pass. Your problem come to pass. Your enemy is there to pass. But your victory shall always be there. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It's time to close the door on defeatism. It's time to close the door on skepticism. It's time to close the door on unbelief. If you want to talk in tongues, raise your hand and do it right now. If you want the Holy Ghost, it's time to do it. If you want healing, it's time to receive it. If you want to feel God's Spirit, God can do it beyond your circumstance. God can perform within and beyond your expectation. It's time to receive what God said is yours. Hallelujah. Don't close your door. Amen. Except on unbelief. Hallelujah. No, I'm sorry, I can't preach in five minutes. Hallelujah. I'm not a TV pre- preacher. God is talking. And I'm speaking. And I'm releasing the Word of God. I hate to be shortchanged. When I eat my wife's food, I eat too much that I'm bloated. It shows. I like a good fed meal. Hallelujah. I want to go home with a promise. I want to go home with a possession. I want to go home with a prophetic utterance. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's time to command the door to be open. Every closed door. Speak to it right now. Say, I command you to open. 
I gave you a, a biblical command. I said, command the door to open to you right now. I love that story. Open sesame. Open sesame. I don't know what your sesame is, but my friend, speak the word. Open that door that was close to you right now. I want you to believe beyond your circumstance that that door is open. I want you to perform beyond your expectation that the door is open. And step right in into your victory. And step right into your supernatural. And step right into the miracles. But I'm preaching right now because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Two thousand fourteen. I expect an increase. I expect magnanimous outpouring of God's spirit. Two thousand fourteen is not time to quit. It's time to enlist. It's not time to look down, it's time to look up. Don't be shook up, look up. Don't look for Antichrist, receive the Christ. Come on, somebody. We don't need the mark of the beast. We can take the mark of the lamb. I'm taught more shot by them. I'm not in the valley. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church 2014. Suddenly, doors for you will be unfolded. That were enfolded. Can you believe that? I want you to walk right in. He said, Behold, I put before you an open door. I know you got little strength and no strength at all. But no man can stop it. I command you right now to step right into it. Step through that door. I've given a command to bless you. Hallelujah. 2014, your blessing is poured out, is pronounced. <coughs> I'm talking about a God who said, I can do exceedingly, abundantly. Above all that you can think or ask or imagine. Preaching like this ought to bring about miracles right now. I mean, right now you should be healed. Right now you should be blessed. I mean, you're... Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Your water should be turned to wine right now. Right now the windows of heaven are open to you, honey. Pull your umbrella down and let the blessing flow all over you. Can't you hear it? I hear the abundance of rain. God said, tell you tonight. Break out. Break out. Loosen him. And feed him. Faith. Set him free. Show me where you put him. Show me where you put him. And move that stone. And I call him out. And you loosen him. Ha ha ha. And feed him. Here's, here's, here, here, here he is. Watch him coming out. Loosen him. I said, loosen him. Let him get out. Ah, oh, come on now. You put him there. Loosen him. Ah, oh, Shatalama. Somebody needs to loosen him. And feed him. Hear me tonight. Faith come by hearing. And hearing the preaching of God's word. Shut up for a while. 
2014. What took you years and never come to pass will be achieved quickly and suddenly. Everything you pray for will be responded to quicker than always had been. Quick recovery. Quick blessing. It's like instant coffee. It's like instant tea. It's instant blessing. Before you pray, God, I heard you. Hallelujah. Before the words reach heaven, says, I'm answered already. Hallelujah. They meet together and they, Hallelujah. Where you going tonight is the best thing they're waiting for you. God sent angels ahead of you. Come on, somebody. God is breathing in your favor right now. God is looking in your direction right now. God is positioning you for elevation. God is enlarging you from a storehouse for blessing. God is shifting you from the lowland to the highland. God is removing you from limitation and to great reservation. God wants to encourage you from discouragement to encouragement. God wants to show you favor even from your fears. And God wants to plant you in the seed of greatness. Are you ready? 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 Expect financial turn around in your favor. The struggles are over. It's time for supernatural favor. The payoff is coming. The mortgage will be paid. The death bill will be paid. God's going to heal me. God's going to turn me around. I'm preaching the truth. Tonight, I want you to beat the blind man back off that coat. I won't need it anymore. The next time you I see me, I'll be walking in cloud nine. I won't be blind anymore. Lord have mercy. Right now, Jesus Christ in heaven looking down through this roof and seeing our faith he said as your faith is church so be it so help me God that's exactly what the divine spirit is saying as your faith is so will your financial be blessed so will your struggle God was talking to me this week and told me my people need to know that their purses won't have bags with holes for the coins to fall out as long as they're involved in building my church. God said the heaven won't be blessed when they prayed. Oh, come on, somebody. You won't wear a, gla- a, gla- a, uh, a great cloak anymore because I'm going to do it. Your mortgage is nothing to God. I'm trying to tell you, my, your car payment is nothing to God. If you please God, He'll bring the car dealer down to your level. Hallelujah. What you don't get in cash, He'll give you in deals. God can give you deals. God can give you positions. God can give you reservations. Oh, hallelujah. See, you didn't know. But tonight God brought you to bless your socks off. You say, well, I don't wear a sock. Then buy mine. So I can bless it off right now. Oh, Lord.
gossip tonight. I'm going to give you back your coat of many colors. Whoever stripped you, going to watch you reclothe with kingly garment. They meant evil, but God turned around to be blessing. Hallelujah. I'm going to restore your dream that was stolen from you by your brother. That birthright that's yours is coming back. And the well that was stopped by the enemy will be back to flowing. I told you Israel is in a recovery program. I have been there. I've seen it. I've seen old Jerusalem and new Jerusalem. I can see why other nations want it. Because what used to be a derelict forsaken land all of a sudden began to produce. The desert now blossomed as a rose. That which was derelict now look at the Garden of Eden. How could it be except the Lord our God had been there? Ah, ah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You know who's talking through me? Jesus. He's talking to you. Praise God. 2014. Right now. This flood tide. Amen. God said I'm going to bless you. Pressed down. Shaken down. Running over. You don't have to go to Egypt to be blessed. You don't have to backslide to be blessed. You don't have to go to Big Sky to get rest. You can have it all right here. Hallelujah. And in this life to come. And before I close, the window of heaven is blessing me. I don't know about you. The devil can't stop God from blessing me. Because God don't take orders from the devil. The devil take orders from God. The God of Jacob defend thee. Send you help out of the sanctuary. When God lift up a standard, I don't care who's against you, when God's for you, you're going to win the battle. I'm coming to a closure. Somebody shout hallelujah. Man, if you don't like preaching like this, you're just dead. From the head down. Because honey, I'm telling you, this is it. This is it. This is a miracle church. Everything that you see here is a miracle. God work miracles. God take insignificant people and achieve significant things. Because God is not limited to my circumstance. Ask and he shall receive. Seek and he shall find. Knock and shall be open. Why don't you ask right now? Tonight I want you to stand and think big. I want to tell you, I don't keep pastoral friends or saint friends who think small. Hallelujah. You become what you hang around. I don't have no question for God. All I have is praise. 
Every time I look, I'm just amazed at God. Wow. Wow. It's like I'm walking through a new creation. God, how do you, how do you dream that up? Nobody taught you. How could you put it all together? And there's no confusion. With it, and I told my wife, I got a feeling that even with its hottest, the, the most heatful place, life exists there and survive. An angel stood in the middle of the sun and wasn't burnt up. That's amazing. That is awesome. When last you say, God, you're awesome. All of us, you know, our COVID is, and you never for one moment stop and think about. It's okay, no, no music, it's okay. Still you are, guys. Never think for one moment. Stop and think for one moment. The ravens never fly south. They have no electric bill to pay. No microwave to heat their food up. I don't care what the forecast of temperature is. They're sleeping outdoors. And I haven't seen one fall to the ground from freeze-up. I said, God, I think I can make a million dollars. You tell me how to make a coat like that. <laughs> I can rich. <coughs> Have you thought about it? They got skin like you have, and flesh, and blood, and bones, but different kind of skin. What kind of skin do they have? The so-called scientists tell me, I say, go take lesson from those birds and find how they survive. They're not homeless. They are at home. They don't miss Florida. Or Arizona. I don't see one bird saying to another bird, My God, it's very cold. <laughs> we don't say that. But we earthlings say that. Hello. Tonight, I want you to know this. Church, it's time to recover your prayer life. Church, God comes in here with church service and count 90 and 9 and want us to recover that missing sheep. As long as I do that, you keep these doors open. God comes and look at all those people healed and ask, where's the nine? You want them to come back and give praise. God, look at the sons. I said, there's a prodigal son out there. Where is he at? Hello. There's three things God wants to do in this church. He wants to win back, or welcome back, or bring back that which is missing from this church. Anybody that's involved in winning back, bringing back, and welcoming back, I promise you, anything you want from God, you're going to get it. Absolutely anything you want from God is going to be yours. 
Because God says, when you seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and when your fruit remains, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done. Win them back. Some have to be won back. Some have to be welcome back. And some, you just gotta bring them back. Hello? Why? Because they're in danger. If you do that church, God is saying you're pulling them out of the fire with fear and trembling. Why should they perish? I said, why should they perish? Did you know all 12 disciples backslid on Jesus? Everybody know that? They all backslid on Jesus. Every one of them backslid. One sold him for 30 pieces of silver. One lied and cussed. I didn't know him. And the other 10 went back to the old ways. But Jesus went out there. He welcomed them back. He went them back. And he brought them back. And he came back saying, All power! is given unto me. Now church, you say, now Lord, what's the benefit of doing all that? God says, we're going to give Satan something to talk about. Tell somebody right now, I'm going to give the devil something to talk about. Come on, tell somebody that. Because God is about to promote me. God is about, hallelujah, to give me a big break in recognition. God is about to solve my problems. All problems. Tell them that God is about, hallelujah, to give me an amazing future suddenly. The devil is going to have something to talk about. I wish to God I left him alone. Oh, the demons bless them. God is about to put, connect you on your job with the right people. God is about to thrust you in the limelight of prosperity and blessing. Why? Because your ways praise God. And God said, I'm going to give you an edge that the devil don't like. He said, Job, I can't touch him. You build an edge around him. And then he said, God said, okay. Let me show you. He still loved him regardless. And he kicked Job in the teeth a few times. Job lost prosperity, but never lost his blessing. Hallelujah. Satan is anointed, but not blessed. Hello? And what happened to Job? He recovered everything he lost and a whole lot more. Jesus recovered his life and a whole lot more. And you that have suffered with him are in the same boat as your Messiah. You might as well get ready for For you, he has reserved the harvest. David 
recovered. I must tell you before I go, the reason why that happened to David was Saul did not destroy the Amalekites. If Saul had obeyed God, they would not be there to trouble. Hello? To trouble David, the future king. And parents, and church, we got some new converts who got saved. Next three months, we have conversion in this church. I speak by faith. And when they come, they must not come to a leper colony. They must come to a place where there's holiness. Faith. And the Word of God is supreme. Hallelujah. Hello. You see, God couldn't add to the church until Judas was gone. God couldn't add to the 500 until 380 were gone. But they recovered their losses. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls were added. Now, if you divide 380 into 3,000, how many times did they increase? I'll tell you, musicians, God's going to bring in some guitar players, trumpet players, bass players, money givers, carpenters, tailors, doctors, lawyers, beggar man, thief. <laughs> They're all coming in. <laughs> And we're going to make room for all of them. But if any man is in Christ, he's a brand new creature. All things are passed away. Now I'm just watching to see which of these guys are going to want to get on fire, blaze right up. I'm watching them. Because one of these days, I expect God to blaze one of them up in fire. At 12 year old, Jesus was on fire. I said, he was on fire at 12 years old. They said, what kind of kid is this? <laughs> My Lord, the question he was asking and the thing he was saying, hello, it comes through dedication. Dedication. I want to tell you, church, God is going to fulfill everything I told you. You know why? You know why? Not because I saved, but you want to build your faith in him. Lift your hand right now and praise him. I don't know if you know this, but RCMP is on the on the road. He's not alone. He's not alone. Behind him is the entire country of Canada. It's called the Royal Mounted What? Police. Even it looks simple and small. But there's more behind him than standing right there with him. Amen. And if he's ever in trouble, every province with the RCMP will rise to defense. You are the same. Angels. 
People will see you in your natural clothing for winter. But behind you, 